I just love sour cream. F24U, the show about second tier race car drivers hosted by second tier sports analysts. And I've got a second tier back. You have a second tier back? <laughs> Sounds pretty good to me, mate. Like, given just the way my lumbar feels, I'm fairly certain I'm down to the double digits with my uh, my back <laughs> tier. So, um, congratulations, bud. The man speaking is, of course, Matthew Hume. How are you today, Matthew? Um... I'm excellent because I've just remembered something that happened in this weekend's motorsport that I'm very much looking forward to bringing up. Good. That's that's the most excitement you've had for one of these podcasts, uh, I think, since we started. So, oh well, everyone will un- everyone will understand soon. It's going to be glorious. I will get my revenge. Lovely. Uh, my name is Jashan, and I'm the host. And I'm very keen to get stuck into today's proceedings. Talking Imola. Talking crashes. Imola. Talking. Bad racetracks, talking Kiwis, etc., etc., etc. We're gonna get stuck in. Matthew, wait, are we the fruit of the bird? Stuck in. Oh, key. Oh, oh. I mean, definitely not the fruit because fruit is a garbage like idea just in general. So we're definitely talking oh, bird. God, you're one of those. It's such a weird thing to have beef with fruit. Like mangoes exist. I don't have beef with fruit. I don't have fruit with anything. So I, I typically have beef with chips or salad or. Uh, I guess on a burger. Uh, there might be pineapple <laughs> on the burger, though, so... Uh, I guess so, but that's, those are like the, the those Aussie burgers, you know, all the Hawaiian... But I, yeah, I'm normally... Um, oh, what's that one from, the Simon Says? That, is, that the, is that chicken? That's or chicken, or mate. That's chicken. chicken. Let me just pull up the grilled menu very quickly. Now, naturally, today, uh, on our Formula 2 podcast, we'll be starting with Formula 3 as our topic, because we're just goofy individuals. Now, our resident Formula 3 expert is, of course, Mr. Hume, so if you'd like to take it away, please lay it no on me, brother. Worries. What happened? So, yes, Formula 3, back for the first time since the season opener in Bahrain. Um, a quick refresher of where things were, um, would be quicker if I actually had the fucking championship standings tab open, that would make sense. Yeah, um, whip it up, mate. Quick refresher, Victor Martins led the championship, uh, out of, uh, Bahrain with 25 points from his feature race win ahead of Charles, Le- Charles Leclerc, Arthur Leclerc on 24, who came second in the feature race and also picked up points in the sprint race in Bahrain. Qualifying very, very quickly. Not too much to talk about here, but uh, Zane Maloney, Jashan's yeah, favourite son, took pole ahead of his Trident teammate Roman Sanek. Jack Crawford was third, Saucy fourth, Behrman fifth, Victor Martin sixth, Hadjar seventh, um, Kaya Collette ninth. A few little things here. Um, much like what we'll soon see in F2. Bit of an interrupted session. There was a lot of rain around this weekend in Imola, and there was a few guys who spun out a couple of red flags, which kind of memed people and got caught out. Uh, notably, Franco Colapinto, who took pole last round. Um, yeah. He would qualify 12th to get the uh, sprint race pole. Alex Smolia was only able to manage 15th in all of this. Uh, Leclerc, at one point, 
was looking pretty solid for pace-wise, but he just, with the way the red flags fell, he just wasn't in a good spot to get in his final run. He could only manage 21st in classic Leclerc fashion, massively out of position <laughs> in qualifying. We'll see how that goes for him in the race. Sprint race. Colapinto got the sprint race pole. And Colapinto would hold that until the end. I have a feeling he did get passed by someone at some point, but I frankly cannot remember who. It might have been Ollie Behrman, who then decided to RKO out of nowhere. Um, ah, shout out to Randy Orton, 20-year veteran of WWE. Okay. Absolute I'm, kick. I'm failing to think who the two drivers were, but it was Behrman and someone. Um, absolutely, and I can't remember which race it was, but absolutely obliterated each other. Um, and in the final two turn complex, Behrman was getting passed around the outside and then just crossed it up and drifted out into the other guy and just absolutely launched them into the stratosphere. Um, I think that was in the feature race though, but yeah, um, sprint race. So Colapinto hold on to one from pole. First ever win for Van Amersport Racing. Uh, Victor nice. Martins, a very Shout important second. Stanek drove really well from starting in 11th to come up to 4th. Had you a very solid in 5th. Stay Maloney drove well from 12th to finish up in 6th. Uh, Alex Smolia came up from 15th to 8th. Uh, Arthur Leclerc gained a bunch of spots, but not enough. He started 21st, would finish 11th, not get any points. Kyle Collette, can't remember exactly what happened to him, but he was involved in some kind of tangle. He would finish 24th. DNFing, not ideal uh, for him. That brought around the feature race, and as I mentioned, a couple of notable things in this one. Obviously, right towards the end, there was a tangle between Behrman and... It wasn't Hadjar. If it wasn't Hadjar, it must have been Gregoire Saucy, I guess? Every single time you say Behrman, I just think of goddamn Behrman at a bio from the NBA from Miami Heat. It's that killing is me. totally... Fair. So, yeah, that uh, I think it yeah it was with Saucy. So that completely took Saucy out of it. Otherwise, he was right at the top of the standings. Um, the biggest thing to happen in this race, though, before um, we get to the actual quick results of it. Now, as we mentioned, Zane Maloney started on pole. He led the entire way through the race until a mid a safety car sort of midway through. For, I can't remember exactly who it was that, but there was a safety car that. On the safety car restarting, obviously mixed but largely drying conditions. Second to last corner of the start of those two. Is it a Valiante something or other? We'll get to corners in a bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, we will. He goes to uh, gas it up and, you know, start back the whole, like, safety car restart procedure. And the man just fucking spins. He spun from first on the safety car restart. Now, Jashan, I so savagely bring this up because... <sighs> I have to ask you, based upon your own criteria uh, placed upon race car drivers of one mistake, and that is that, is Zane Maloney a choker? Zane Maloney is probably the greatest choker of all time, bud. That guy, I don't think he's ever actually eaten a meal without having a gag. And I feel sorry for the boy. Although I will say, never choked in my motorsport manager save of of a couple of years ago. Was a real gun in that, and look, it was great. Um, no, not to see him. I don't watch Formula Three. It's great to hear that he's showing pace down there, but if you spin from the lead, Matthew, that's unacceptable. I mean, oh yeah, he took what George Russell did um, last a couple of years exactly. back, whatever in Imola, spinning under yep. the safety car, and just went, "No, nah, I'll do it from the lead, mate." 
exactly right. You truly George love... Russell, choker. Jack Doohan, who we'll get to later, choker. It's just, it's just. I don't even know that Doohan's a choker at this point. Jack Doohan's just fucking cursed. It's ridiculous. Bit of both, mate. He's a bit it of both. It is ridiculous. Um, but the eventual features results. He's the least tasty cocktail of all time. He's a choker and he's fucking cursed. Oh, oh God. Boy. Uh, Isaac Maloney. Isaac. Zach. No. Zane. Hey. That's the one. Zane Maloney's loss was Roman Stanek. His teammates gain. Stanek would take the win ahead of Jack Crawford and Isaac Hadjar. Obviously, they're seeing there was that chaos. It was literally, it was literally the final corner, the final two turns of the final lap where Bearman and Saucy tangled, and it completely changed the order of results. And it was Crawford and Hadjar and Leclerc who, or Crawford and Hadjar, would ever slip past that, take second and third. Bearman crossed the line in fourth and would later lose like twenty spots or something because of his fucking penalty. He slipped to seventeenth with his penalty. That would give Arthur Leclerc P four from twenty first on the grid. He has fucking. God, done yeah. it again. Um, and he's done it going so well because Kushmani 5th, Sakrasov and 6th, Frederick 7th, Vidal is 8th. Various penalties saw Victor Martin scrape into the points in ninth, but Leclerc comfortably outscoring him and Alitalo in 10th. No points again for Kaya Collette or for Smolier. Obviously, Behrman after his fuck-up, Saucy after getting fucked by Behrman, and yeah. Um, what that has left after two rounds, Victor Martin still leaves the championship. He gained 11 points this weekend to move to 36. Arthur Leclerc, though, gained 12 points to join him on 36 points tie at the top. But more notably, Roman Stanek, who scored no points in Bahrain, now has 33 of them. He's three points off the lead. It is very ding-dong at the top because then we have Jack Crawford on 32. Huge weekend to him, 24 points. Hadjar got 21 points this weekend to be on 31. And so any of that top five, well in the race for the championship. And there's plenty of guys that, if Behrman stopped doing fucking dumb shit, he'd probably be more up. Gregor Saucy has had crap luck. He's had a third and failed to score in any other race. If Zane Maloney didn't, you know, spin, he'd probably be doing better. Um, there's a few other guys. Yeah, yeah showing quite. Like, like Kyo Collette, who was like top six or seven in the championship last season. He has four points right now from the first race of the season. He's not scored points since. Um, so, yeah, it's still wide, wide open. But, yeah, that battle at the top between Martin and Zaclair, and I reckon Stanek's the other real big championship contender. Uh, it is looking very juicy. That is Formula 3. Not bad. I'd give that a solid 3 out of 10 rating. So apt. Good for you, bud. That's harsh. That was fine. I'll give you that uh, I'll six and a half. A strong six and a half. Good energy. Mate, a little bit all over the place directionally. But, you know, you brought it home at the end there. Wrapped it up to a nice little bow. Pacing was good, because you've got to remember, I had a full, like, two minutes Mm. of just bashing St. Maloney. (laughs) Yes. I mean, you didn't bash him. You kind of just set me up for the bashing, which, uh... A little bash assist on your part there. But let's get into the formula dose. Into the news there, Matt. Not a lot of news, quite frankly, which is why I gave myself this segment so I can minimise my own talking time because I am fucking exhausted. David Baxter Beckman. Yeah, he's back. He's back. Super sad. He's fucking back, boys. Are you mi- your favourite son? Mix mixed opinions for this, I imagine, for you. Bit of a bit of an oof. Bit of a yay. I know. I'm like Shem Bolubashi is gone. Because he's uh, sustained that injury from last race weekend, I believe. No, testing. Testing. 
Testing, yes, in Barcelona, of course. something, like a wrist or something like that. Well, fracturing anything is not ideal. Um, as a man who has fractured his right ankle three times in his life. I'm also fairly certain I have broken my nose at some point too, but yet to be confirmed. Any breaks in your lifetime? You, you'll break yeah, three, aren't you? No, I did a collarbone when I was like three, no. and then I've never done anything serious uh, since. Yeah, it's co- the, the, the collarbones always scare me. Those injuries are always a little bit yeah, doof. Collarbones aren't that bad. But regardless... I'd probably rather do a collarbone than most other things. Interesting. I just don't want anything that close to my neck and head to get injured, you know? The extremities I'm fine with. I don't want anything in that area to be hurt. Yeah, but, like, I mean, that's really not that close. And the way you break a collarbone independent isn't necessarily ever really going to be putting your neck. Like, you don't you don't break a collarbone mm. by falling head first. You might fall side first. You might concuss yourself breaking a collarbone. But I don't think you're really in danger of, like... Because if you're going to snap your spine, you've not landed hard enough on either shoulder. So, yeah, um, yeah, and I'd rather, it's just not as that, like, if you snap your arm in half, bones come sticking out. It's hard to do that with a collarbone, so I'd rather do a collarbone. Yeah, well, that's visually disturbing. Shout out to Bones Highland. I don't want to do, I don't want to do any legs, because not being able to walk is a bummer. Shout out to Bones Highland, good player on a failing team. Hey, we've won a game, fuck off. (laughs) Also, wraps in seven. I think, mate, Celtics in... It doesn't matter because Celtics, like, they're going to win the, the championship. Like, yeah, the Celtics have already, already done, done it for. Oh, dude, 100%. Jason, <laughs> Celtic, <laughs> Jason Tatum is done, the so. best player in basketball. Yeah, Daniel, Al Horford is the greatest center of all time. But regardless, uh, yeah, Mr. Beckman will be making his return for Sharoos this weekend. And that was really all the, the major talking points leading into our... Trip over to Italy. Andrew Mitchell fucking sucks. Jesus Christ, mate. Which brings us to qualifying. A uh, sporadically wet qualifying session. The weather wasn't ideal. Would you like to take us through it, Matthew? Not really too much. Uh, similar similar sort of thing to F3, as you, as you just uh, said there. A bit, bit wet. And that led to a few weird things. But nothing hugely out of care. I can't think who brought out the... Oh, could have been called... I'm just going to assume it was called well. Oh, 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 right, who brought out the... the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, someone brought out a red flag halfway through, which I don't think had a huge impact, but there was definitely a few guys who just seemed really mm. out of position. But yeah, Yuri Vips uh, taking pole ahead of Iwasa, which is notable. Jack Doohan right at the end, belting a great lap for P3. Boshong P4. Hauga will be happy with P5. Nassani, a very solid P6. Porsche P7. Deriva P8. Armstrong P9. Sergeant P10, couple of just notable results. Uh, oh, we'll just find that. Beckman P11, that's very impressive for a man in his first weekend back. Dragovic, a very underwhelming P12. Novelak, though, a very, very good P13, right behind Dragovic in the other MVP. Eh, MVP MP, that's a first. Uh, Lawson will be bitterly disappointed with P14. Then you had Fittipaldi, 15th. Vesti, another poor qualifying, 16th. Hughes, Cordiel, Ashore, Williams, Cordwell, and Marino. Sato. Um, but yeah, not too much. Just just quickly, I'll, uh, for me, I think big wins for Vips, Oasa, Doohan, Boshong, Hauga, Nasani, and um, Armstrong. He, I know Armstrong only P9, but he had what he described as the most confusing, I think it was something like the most confusing, or the strangest crash of his career. And obviously it was the yeah. weird conditions in practice, and apparently he was just on like a warm-up lap and just suddenly had like zero grip and control of the car. 
and so he crashed and didn't have any practice, but was able to put it ninth. Uh, middling for Porsche, Sergeant Beckman, Novelak. Um, disappointing, I think, for Dragovic and Lawson, obviously, two championship contenders outside of the top yes. ten. Well, they were the top two who came into this weekend. Druggy first, Lawson second. Hughes, Hughes, just because he keeps teasing. And maybe it's just that, but like the f- halfway through every qualifying session, Jake Hughes is on for a top five and it ends up like 15th. And it's like, oh. And for sure, just because we know he can be up in the points. So to be almost lost... Yeah. Bit of a, for bit sure of was a, a bad weekend. Yeah, not great for him. mate Richard. But, um, Especially because he, he had a lot of chat leading into the weekend about how, you know, spirits are high at tried and everyone's feeling very good about themselves and the confidence is booming and then yeah, delivered yeah. a lackluster performance in Imola. Shout out to Jake Hughes who did actually get hit with, uh, I think it was, yeah, yeah it was people, a three-place grip penalty. It was him and Fittipaldi. Both oh, and impact. I think both are um, blocking, or oh, sorry, impeding Logan Sargent. No, Hughes impeded Logan Sargent, and Fittipaldi impeded Hughes. So, a cute oh, little well, there baby scissors rock situation. This happens every week. <laughs> They're always connected. <laughs> it's a good laugh. Uh, nah. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, uh, Vipson, Vipson Awasi, front row for the feature race, and it was Armstrong and Driver. I've already forgotten... For uh, nice. Sergeant uh, for the front row in the sprint race, which Jashan will now take us through. Ah, oh, that's a superb segue, mate. Top tier seggers, top tier seggers. We will slide into the sprint. We're going to do um, some sprint race, sprint takes. Sorry, I critique Jashan's <laughs> ability to recap a race. Yeah, well, I didn't. I'm not going to. I told you at the start, I'm not going to go into a lot of depth. I'm going to oh, just. I know. Bang it out. Oh, I just want yeah, to see whether I agree with the things you mentioned, the things you've left out. I've only got seven notes for the sprint race. I have eight. One of, so. the, one of my notes is the result, so... <laughs> uh, the start to this race was described as frenetic. We had some, uh, you know, some, some turnover over at the start. There we had Felipe Dragovic... Careering from 12th to 7th on the opening lap, going around the outside of a few cars through... I, th- I forget the exact way to pronounce it. It's like the Tramonello or something, Lord knows. Oh, he... he Crazy. No, he got pretty much everyone just off the start sequence. He was a, he was already pretty much in 7th by the time they got to Tam... Um, yeah, yeah, first time. Tamarello? Tamarello. Tamarello. Tamarello sounds right. Yeah. Tamarello does sound right. Jason Tamalolo. Yeah, Draghi made a, a few good moves off the start there, and we had a crash. I believe it was the man himself, David Baxter Beckman, who... Yeah, my note is David Uffman. It wasn't necessarily his fault. Oh, he, no, it's uh, just, him it's, and Novelak had a coming it's together. It's because his first race back, and he made it all of one corner. That's an oof. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it was literally in that, sh- in that chicane there. Very unfortunate. But yeah, him and Novelak had some contact... Yeah, yeah. Racing into this I think domain, he, honestly, I'm not entirely sure. I think he just kind of spun all on his own, and then unfortunately, Novelak that's what Novelak said over the radio. But that's a bunch of hooey. Um, if you actually uh, watch the incident, it is just a you, bit of a coming together. Have and you seen an, Have they? What did they show an onboard from Novelak's car? Yeah, that there's contact. Okay, and and Batman wasn't spinning already. Like they were just kind of like they going through the same corner kind of thing. That's fair. Yeah, but basically, you had yeah. Marcus Armstrong took P one off the start and controlled it from start. Wow. To okay, so I already uh, are you just not going to mention Logan Sargent dropped five positions in the start sequence alone? One of the Mate, worst I'm, starts I'm just... I've ever seen. 
Logan Sargent had an interesting... Pretty much uh, shot in reverse. Also, it should be mentioned that Roy Nassani went from fifth to first, but then unfortunately settled in, like, third. But he got a great start. I thought that was a feature, mate. He did it both times, mate. Foreshadowing. God damn. to come. All right, all right. I'll get, a, get a load of this guy. I told you I was going to go quick hits. Fuck you me. Can't, you, can't, you can't leave out Sergeant starting on pole and then being P5 by turn three. Yeah, well, you know, Logan Sergeant. Goddamn. But yeah, the podium ended up being, you got Marcus Armstrong taking the win and a Prema duo. They had some a few little bits and pieces here and there, but Daruvula P2, Dennis Hauger taking his... Maiden podium in F2, coming in yes. third, despite some loose bodywork towards the latter stages of yeah. the race. You fucking drago, son. Ah, you fucking drongo! You fucking drago, Yeah, son. worth noting that Yuri Vips had a difficult day down there in the doldrums, had a nice move on Sato, but definitely the move of the day, um, as Matthew agrees with me, is Frederick Vesti. Yes. Doing a little something-something, a little up and under. On Absolutely. the man himself, Jack Doohan. Yep, for the last point. Doohan, doing nothing. As usual. Do you like that? <laughs> that was good, that was good. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> but you know, not, not a whole lot else happened throughout the rest of the race. I did want to ask, on that Vesti move into Aqua Minerale. Aqua Minerale has to be one of the nicest, just the most pleasant names for a corner. In for, I mean, look, Imola itself has a lovely just racetrack name regardless, but, like, Aqua, Mineral, I, like, I want to oh, drink that corner. It's a good corner name, absolutely. i gotta, gotta, I got to hand it to you. Is Aqua Minerale the coolest name for any corner in Formula... Well, I keep wanting to say Formula 1. What is single-seater racing? Oh, mate, mate, motorsport. We'll go, uh, no, it's not even close. What do you mean? You. Not even, what about motorsport? I mean, top five. Oh, mate, I'll do you better than that. I'm going to... I'm going to give you a top 20 that does not contain Aqua Minerale. Top 20 without Aqua Minerale? A top 20 without Aqua Minerale. Are you ready for this? I am. All right. At number 20, Tunnel. That's turn nine at Monaco, the one in the tunnel. It's called Tunnel. <laughs> and it's only okay. up from here. Weak uh, start. That's not a cool name. That's a stupid name. No, that's that's kind of brilliant. funny. It, it does what it says on the tin. It's Tunnel. It's amazing. Uh, this isn't up, top twenty. This isn't top twenty functional names. It's no, this again. Is, this it is was the a top, top 20, five for a top start. 20, top twenty best. This is top twenty best corner names in all of motorsport. Okay. And tunnel is twentieth. It's a great name. Uh, then we have also from Monaco. We have Mirabeau. Uh, at number eighteen from it's Silverstone, it is Abbey. Uh, we then have Radillion. Abbey from Silverstone. Oh, I've is got more Abby? than one. More than one corner from Silverstone. Uh, we got right. Radillion. And at 16th, from Bathurst, it is The Dipper. The Dipper! Uh, I the next, that to be higher. The next five... Let me just do some kind of little marking here. The next five are Eau Rouge, then back to Monaco saint Devot, then we're back to Silverstone with Farm, then we are <laughs> back to uh, Bathurst with The Chase, and then back to Silverstone with Luffield. Uh, the Luffield. top ten... At 10th, uh, from Phillip Island, Lukey Heights, then uh, okay. back to Spa for La Source, back again to Bathurst, Hell's Corner, uh, and then nice. we have um, Maggots, which is the best corner from Silverstone, yep. and at 6th, from Hockenheim, Parabolica. 
Oh, and Parabolica, then... gotta be in the top, come on. No, mate, mate, and here is the top five. Uh, the top five. At fifth from Monaco, it is Raskas. To be clear, I asked him for a top five, and he's given well, me a top five. Well, yeah, so and then I was like, there's too many... I couldn't be asked to narrow it down. There's too many great corner names. Uh, at fourth place from uh, Suzuka, it is 130R. And then the top mm-hmm. three, that's the highest striking international corner in all of motorsport. The top three, they're all homegrown. At number three from Bathurst, it is The Cutting. At number two yeah. from Phillip Island, it is Siberia. And at number one, it's unquestionably the best corner name in all of motorsport. From Bathurst, McPhillamy Park. Simple as that. It's a fucking park. McPhillamy Park. It's not even McPhillamy close. McPhillamy Park. You've got McPhillamy Park as the greatest oh, corner name absolutely. in motorsport. Absolutely. But, oh my god. Hey, look, it's subjective, so fair enough, but I think Aqua Minerale definitely deserves to be in the conversation. Oh, look, Ahead it, of Luffield. Luffield is, I mean, look, come on. I just enjoy Luffield? saying the, I enjoy saying the word Luffield, but yes, in all honesty, I, I mean, Aqua Minerale, I just didn't, I, the, I, look, the only, yeah, I don't know, I didn't check all of Imola's corner names. And Abby? Abby! No, what about Abby's- Cops? Abbey's are cool. No, Abbey's better than Cops. Cops, because Cops Fuck is so off. mainstream. Yeah, well, because it's 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 iconic. Cops into Mackets and Beckets, so, but so now you've Abby. gone for fucking Abbey. Did you shout out Farm? Farm yeah. is cooler than Abbey. Agreed. That's why Farm is higher on the list. Right, okay, no, you did shout out Farm. All right, uh, all right fine. Luffield, for fuck's sake. I also forgot that um, Le Mans exists, and it's probably got some corners, but oh well. Um, Le probably. The big thing is definitely that McPhillamy Park and Siberia are definitely the two coolest corners in motorsport. Everything from there is take your pick. But McPhillamy Park and Siberia, that's God tier What was the one you were talking about earlier today? The um the one that is literally just called What It Is? What, Tunnel? In Australia? No, no, not Tunnel. Like, before we started oh. recording. Oh, um... Well, it doesn't exist anymore because they demolished Oran Park and turned it into a housing estate, and I've never really got over it because it was the best racetrack on the planet. But Turn 1 oh, of Oran, turn one at Oran Park was a little bit of a sweeper, and in true Australian fashion, it was called The Sweeper. The Sweeper. Uh, look, I, I would have given The Dipper number one personally. <laughs> That's brilliant. fair. That's fair. I mean, The Dipper's great. The but dipper. I think I, it's... it's it's of the of the quintessential just Australian sounding quarter names. It's good, but I don't know whether it's I don't know whether it comes up as well as the chase, the cutting, and Hell's Corner. The cutting is brilliant as well. Shout out cutting, to Ben get, Cutting. Uh, it's it's just so descriptive. The cutting. They go through a cutting. It's called the cutting. Indeed. Indeed. Really? Alright. That was that. Uh, other things from the F two sprint race as we'll just slide back into our actual run sheet. Uh, Ralph Boshung was going well, and then in classic Boshung form, just mysteriously lot started losing places and ended up retiring because just the man just can't catch a break. But hey, at least he didn't mysteriously lose places because apparently he doesn't know how to fucking look after a tire. So nah, this time was, was a it time. was a mechanical issue. Yeah, exactly. That's a huge but, win for uh, I see this is an absolute win. <laughs> Ralph Boschon. And Sargent did do well to force his way back up to P6, to well, kind of hang around that P6 section. Lawson did well to get into the points from P14. That's 
That's yes. Not right did yes, give him, I didn't give him an absolute top tier on. winner of the race, but I put him above the the middlers. He would it no well, you know, he'd be happy with that. Indeed. But yes, it ended about... up Sorry, go. Who? Talk about who? Oh, I was going to say, can we talk about Marcus Armstrong? But I think you're about to say the results, so... Yeah, 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 you can. So, yeah, Marcus Armstrong, very comfortable up in P1. Defended some late Deruvler reaction to maintain that position. Good for him. Ahead of Dennis Hauger in P3. Like I said earlier, his maiden podium, which is definitely worth mentioning. Shout out to the young Norwegian. Nasani, his best result of the season thus far in P4. Ahead of Drogovic... But yes, from P12 to P5, raced very, very impressively. Sergeant, 6th, Porsche, 7th, Lawson, as you mentioned already, in 8th, ahead of Owasa, and Fred Vesti coming home in P10. But yeah, it's, it's worth noting, uh, Armstrong, is this the best race in his Formula 2 career thus far? You've watched most of his races, or um, if you're an expert. I'm trying to think whether or not it was better than Saudi Arabia last year. And also whether or yeah. not it was better than a couple of his podiums right at the very start of his F3, F2 career in um, Austria in 2020. But I probably would say it was. I'd be inclined to say this was the... Oh, Austria was probably the best weekend of his career. I'd be inclined to say this was the second best weekend of his career. We'll get to what happened to him in the feature race. It wasn't amazing, yeah. but I actually thought he was driving well in the feature race, so... Yeah. yeah, he was. He was looking good until what happened happened. But no, very impressed with the young Kiwi. So, oh, that was hard to say. Jesus. Very don't impressed the, the bullet sometimes, mate. with Marcus Armstrong. You're, you're wrong with Marcus Armstrong. You're wrong with George Russell. Oh, it's only been three races. He's got plenty of time to disappoint me further into the season. I mean, you're a Jack Doohan fan, so... Oh, Congratulations on that. Just the but, perennial 11th place driver, Jack Doohan. Yeah. Mate, Doohan, Bloody Doohan, hell. Doohan is doing what hey. I expected him to do. I didn't, I didn't think he'd really be a championship contender, a, a true elite championship contender year one. I think he's a two, he's a two year kind of guy. So Well, he's closer to the year. back markers than he is to the championship at this point, mate. I'm not, I'm not worried. Alright, he's he not worried. He's not worried he didn't about score, Jack Doohan. He did not score a point in his rookie F3 season, and he finished second last mm. year, so I'm, I'm not remotely stressed. You want know, to say that second, mate? It's first of the losers. Uh, were you impressed with Hauger's drive in P3 there? First genuine showing for him in, in um, F2? Uh, first genuine uh, It's first... For, well, I was going to say it's first weekend. Where is that? Um, first possibly complete race where... He hadn't already fucked himself by being way out of position for qualifying, where he didn't just have a whole lot of shit luck. Um, and yeah, he converted. He got a P3, he looked solid, he had a little bit of a duel with Deruvler at one point, I believe, couldn't get by, and yeah, did yes. well to come home third. Uh, nice to see him on the board and off and running. I'm sure that first win will come soon as well. The man has got a wealth of talent, so it's nice to see him getting, yeah, getting some results that reflect that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And Clement Novelak came last, as he is one to do. But that brings us to the end of our little sprint race, sprint takes. Now, please, take it away with the feature and ease me from my pain. All right. Well, a lot happened. Well, nothing. Yeah, not much happened, but a lot happened in the feature wait, race. Wait, wait. Came did in. a lot happen? Did nothing happen? Or did something happen? Combination of all three. 
And quick question before you get into it. If the start of the sprint race was frenetic, as described by Alex Jacques, how would you describe the start of this race? Oh, very simply, clusterfuck. Ah, a good quality. So, not a so basically, to walk through how the start worked is we have the f- focus on the front three rows. Now, to refresh, that's Vips on pole with Awasa, then Duan and Boshong on row two, then Hauger and Nasani. Now, Vips and Awasa decided, much like uh, Logan Sargent, they weren't really interested in partaking in the start of the race and <laughs> might as well have had it in reverse. And yeah. then surrounding them, uh, Rush Boshong got a great start. He was P4 to P1 before you could blink an eyelid. But yeah, down he had the P6, uh... <laughs> Down in P6, Roy Nassani, man who is much maligned on this show because, well, he's not normally very good. But our friend Roy decided to have possibly the greatest start I've ever seen, certainly in F2, and uh, you know what? I'm willing to call it the greatest start I've ever seen, and I watched a full season of Mick Schumacher start every race in seventh and be second by the first turn. This was ridiculous. (laughs) He was sixth, and you're like, fuck me, all you were focusing on was how Boshong had gone around Vips, and you were like, damn, Boshong's off to a fire. And then all of a sudden... Roy Nassani was side-by-side side with Boshong, and then he was ahead, and he had the lead by turn one from six. Yeah. It was crazy. A real, a real F, like, a real, like, Formula One game-type start oh, as absolutely. well, where he just goes around absolutely. the outside of everyone. You've got, all the, you've got all the assists on, including yeah. launch control, and you just, bam, <laughs> and you gain, like, you start last, and you're 10th by the first corner, and you're like, yeah, no, this is realistic. I'm having a great time. <laughs> Definitely you picked up the goal. Near chase. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fuck you. But uh, behind them, all hell, all of that. So you had the front row going backwards. You had fourth and sixth going forward, and you had third and fifth. Oh dear. So Dylan and Hauger both got solid starts, not exceptional starts. And obviously, Boshong and that sort of went one way to get past Owasa and Vips, who were going slow. And Dylan obviously saw that, and the sort of there was a gap between Dylan. Sorry, there's a gap between Vips and Owasa, which I believe. Boshong chose to slip left and go in between Awasa and Vips, and that launched him to the front. Doon saw yeah. him do that and went, oh, yeah, that looks like a good idea. I'm going faster than them. I'll move a bit to the right, and I'll go through that middle gap. And Hauger, who was behind Boshong, went, oh, yeah, that looks like a good idea. I'm going faster no. than them. I'll slip to the left and go through that gap as well. What Are you saying No. They literally both no, just Hauger went for the same. Didn't, Hauger didn't weave at all. Hauger's driving not Hauger, straight. He, not, not as Hauger, Hauger was coming, not as severely as Duan, but Hauger was coming left. They were both looking to go through that same hole, and they met in the middle. <laughs> and, mate, you can't, because no one got a penalty from this. It was just one of those things. No, they I both know. went from it. Yeah. They I'm not trying both... to put all of the blame on Jack Duan, but I don't think Hauger... It... Oh, I'm not, I'm not putting any blame on anyone. It wasn't really anyone's fault. It's just one of those things. It's crazy at the start. You've got cars going back. If they don't, if they don't try to make yeah. something happen, they'll either run into the guys in front of them or have to break and they'll lose spots themselves. And it's just really unfortunate that they both picked going for the same thing rather than either both going to the left and around that way or both going around to the right of the car in front of them. Mm. And yeah, heavy, heavy contact between both of them. Marie broke the steering on both, launched Hauger off into the pit wall and you're doing instantly broke his front right, uh, front right suspension. 
Um, and it was over before it even it's, started I, for the two F three graduates. Um, yes, I which don't, is that? I th- doing swerve is a bit. It's a bit violent though, isn't it? And I think a part of that is but, Vips. Vips. It's not. Vips slows you're, down. You're, Vips also like, tries to bring his car into the center, and yeah. I don't think Vips should be doing that either. Um, all of that, I'm going to be gently at, but this is just the lack of. This is the motorsport naivety. Nothing that happened here was uncommon at the start. Because, like, yeah. Boshong made a violent move to the side to get past people. So did so did Nasani. Nasani pulled himself hard right so he could drive up the very inside. Mm. But he didn't hit anyone, so you're not making any comment on it. Like, that's just what well, happens. Yeah, that's car, very true. Car, car, cars, surely... go everywhere, cars go everywhere at the start. And every now and again, and fortunately everywhere, is running into each other. It just it yeah. happens sometimes. That's it's fair, that's fair, that's fair. Occupational hazard. But, um, it was a start geez, to a bad race for Vips regardless. These two, these two can't fucking catch a break. These two, I know, Doohan Dewan has definitely had some, well, both of them have had some, how good qualifying so far out of position in Bahrain. Doohan's had a few times where he's been his own enemy and that. But they have combined Hauga with various DNFs and getting run into, running into people. Doohan with this, which was a real freak accident, and the crash with Logan Sargent in Saudi was a pretty freak accident. Like, they just... Neither of these two can fucking buy luck at the moment. It is ridiculous. How frequent connections with pit wall? Not connecting with pit wall, but he's had some run-ins with uh, pit lane a couple times as well. Yeah, a couple um, loose tires, etc. So yeah, so that was that was a wild start. That brought out an instant safety car, which at that point, I mean, not ideal for the alternate strategy runners, of which it was, I believe, uh, the likes of Daruvala, Dragovic, Armstrong. Marino Sardo, and they're the only ones I think that matter. Um, yeah, not ideal for them because it means all the others are already getting a few safety car laps before pit lap six. They can jump in, take off their softs, but not a not a huge deal. It'll still be fine. And then on a lap five or six, or maybe lap seven, right at the window. So we've just gone past the point where they could have taken the softs. No one had come in yet. And then Yuri Vips. Um, I know, I'll just be harsh on him here because I think he's harsh. Yuri Vips did one of the stupidest things I've seen from someone who should be a championship contender because he dropped he dropped a couple of wheels off into the gravel coming out of one of the right-handers. Nothing wrong with that. That happens. Sometimes that. But rather than, you know, take it off a bit to that, he just sort of stayed with two wheels in the gravel and then on, to, on close to four tyres on the grass. And he just stayed full throttle. And the second he came onto the grass, the car just spun. It's fucking wet grass, man. It's been raining. And he just launched yeah. himself into the fence. And, like, instantly. He barely even hit the fence. And already he was literally hammering his hands on the fucking halo. And very obviously going, Yuri, what the fuck? You're a fucking... Because he basically got on the radio and was like... So, yeah. Um, so, I, I think Sorry, I'll, I'll be harsh on him, but I won't go that. Because I think Yuri Vips will be his own worst critic for this. He knows he fucking did something very stupid. And it was. Very, very unfortunate. And in doing so, he completely fucked all of the alternative strategy drivers because everyone who was on softs came into the pits put on hard um, put on the mediums yeah. and was right behind the alternative strategy drivers because it was behind a safety car so they all got a free pit stop so there was no time gap advantage for because that's the thing if if just the start thing had happened and then everything else all of you know armstrong and all of that would have had you know 20 odd seconds in that and then if they had a good speed you know like yeah it would have but this basically meant Already, 
by the time barring pulling out, they were all going to be back of the pack when they finally came to their pit stop. So not great for them. Uh, also here, Awasa had to double stack behind um, Nisani. So then this is why you've got to get a good start. When you qualify second, your teammate qualifies six, and on lap fucking seven, the safety car means you're, you're the double stacker. Something's gone wrong. Yeah. And it's because he went backwards and Nisani went forwards. Uh, we then just went around processionally for a while, all the alternate strategy runners were up the front. Nisani was first of the soft, uh, the normal strategy runners in 10th. And that's how he sat for a while. Uh, somewhere in there, Porsche got on by uh, Boshong to move into effective P2, with Nisani obviously in the effective lead. And not much was happening. Nisani seemed to have it well in control until he didn't. Because just as you were sitting here thinking like, oh my God, I'm going to see Roy Nisani comfortably win a race. Does this actually make him the most qualified man to replace Latifi? This is very confusing. <laughs> and then Roy Nassani went and reminded you, us all that he was Roy Nassani, as he just seemed to have a momentary lapse of comp uh, concentration coming out of the last corners, dropped a couple of wheels off, very similar to Vips. Similar and just to Vips, fired, yeah, exactly. Fired himself into the inside wall and effectively crashed into the pit lane, which is very handy. He, no, he did a lot of he cleanup fire time. himself. He ran a little bit wide. And I think with Vips as well, like oh, that no, no, runoff. No, there, as in, as in it was they ran a bit runoff. wide. There's not enough runoff on this track. Like you make the slightest mistake, you've no. got grass. Okay, Jashan, Jashan. This is what motorsport's meant to fucking be. You're not meant to be able to drive off the track and get away <laughs> with it. The name of the game is staying on the track. Yeah, but again, this is a track a from tilting. another age. This is a track when the cars were but, half the size. Oh, just but that's got nothing to that's nothing to do with it. A smaller car because you still that's the line. It that's I just think there's nothing wrong with them making the mistake in that. But yeah, obviously, but you've got to understand when you're driving at a track like Imola or Spa or things like that, tracks that don't just have a parking lot of runoff so that you can drive off and just stay full throttle and fucking who gives a shit and there's no real skill involved. And that, you got to think, you've got to understand, or oh, I've run a bit wide and you ease off it a little bit and that you don't just stay absolute foot to the throttle, especially when it's been wet and stuff like that. I'm not saying oh, yeah. Nasani made a... Nasani and Vips's big error wasn't the running wide. It was the fact that they stayed absolutely foot down as if it was a track with concrete runoff and you could do that so that when they got on the grass they lost control of the car and that's a mistake yes. Nasani fired himself oh, into absolutely. the fence skidded along into the pit lane they didn't pull out um, but I do think it's it was... a conversation worth happening where is like worth having like Imola isn't it just isn't right for this era of cars Oh, Imola's not a great track, but it's not because of these two incidents. Imola, Imola, it's because it's fucking boring. You can't overtake it, but it's got nothing to do with guys driving. Because the simple solution to that is don't do It's very simple. It's just don't drive off the track. Don't push too hard. Don't make a mistake. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I suppose so. Because there's plenty of other tracks on the calendar that don't have miles and miles and miles of runoff. And uh, the Imola's issue is that it's narrow and there's really only one overtaking zone and it's just not very interesting, especially in weekends where DRS isn't available for half of it because it's wet. No one can pass. Um, yeah, from there, um, so we all laughed at Nasani for a while. That gave Porsche the effective race lead. Uh, Logan Sargent made a nice little move getting back past. Oh, yes, yeah, so we came down to the stretch. Now, a lot of the guys had then pitted 
I believe it was just Daruvala and sorry, Dragovic and Sato who sort of yep. held out to basically yep. just go for what just we're one till there's a pit um till there's a safety car or till it's the last fucking lap and we have to pit and we'll hope for the best. Uh, yes. in here now should be said Marcus Armstrong came in for his pit stop and very unfortunately little issue getting I think the right rear on and they dropped the jack before the weir was on properly. The red light which means, you know, if the red light's on, the driver you're meant to go was still on. So I'm sure he was his mistake that he tried to, you know, engage the clutch in that to launch away. But at the same time, they dropped him early with the wheel not on properly, and you're kind of used to the instinct. I've been dropped, let's go. So A, lost time with him having to fix the wheel, and then B, he would also get, I think, a five-second penalty for having a spinning tyre in a pit stop, which is a rule in all, pretty much all forms of motorsport because it is dangerous um, if the wheel is turning and that. Because his mechanic actually got injured. So, point proven. Um, but before that happened, I mean, he wasn't going to score points anyway because of the way the cookie had crumbled. Um, Armstrong and most of those guys, their day was done when the VIP safety car came out. It was only going to need a, a second safety car might have saved them. But when the second safety car didn't come, that was it for them. But I thought Armstrong was showing really good pace up in that pack at the front until... That happened. I believe he was running around in P2. And I think if this race had gone more favorable for the alternate strategy runners, we'd be talking about a weekend where Armstrong won the sprint race and finished top five, if not maybe even podium on the feature race. So Yeah, it's quite possible. Yeah, he was he was looking good. Uh, the next thing that happened, yeah, we'll get the run down to home straight now. Boshong made a very nice move. Sorry, Sergeant made a very nice move to get past Boshong giving himself what would be P2, effective P2, at that point in time. Indeed. And it was very bad. You're like, oh, here we go. Podium for Sergeant, P2, really good drive, and that very much. And then, oh, my, I can't even remember if there's a few corners or a couple of laps later, he decided to absolutely fucking meme it. He ran wide, sensibly, yep. unlike some, backed out of it a little bit because he'd run run off the track. That allowed Boshong and Enzo Fittipaldi Yes. Who, by this point, had worked himself up to effective P4 to come by, drop Sergeant down to Having P4. Having started P15, mind you. Yes, yes. He was someone who very much benefited from the fact that he got to leap a whole bunch of alternate strategy runners who got mean by this time is the safety cars. A few guys obviously crashed out and everything. But you've got to be in it to win it. You've got to put yourself there. And he did. And then he made the move on Boshong to give himself the effective P2. Um... Literally, pretty much straight after Sergeant. That the next time down the main straight after Sergeant, it dropped it off. Fittipaldi, DRS past Boshong, uh, and Novelak, Awasa, and Vesti would all force their way past Sergeant, dropping him all the way down to an effective seventh. Uh, now oof. I don't really know what. I don't. Yes, very oof. And it should be said, notable here. Yeah, the way all this weird stuff had shaken out. Novelak now running effective fourth. Yep. And uh, Vesti effective sixth. Um, yeah, it was good with all the with all the safety itself. cars and the mixing. It was nice to see some guys who don't typically get amongst these positions. Yeah, absolutely. Get some racing. Get some televised racing. It was nice. Yeah. Now my next note here is Liam Lawson, but like I don't really, <laughs> I, I don't know. Have we seen? I again, did I? I may know that. Was there actually ever like an onboard replay of anything? Because I don't really no. know what happened here. Because the camera where it is. Is he's, he basically just comes over the crest. He's come out of... I think it might have been on the exit of Aqua Minerale or whatever, your favourite corner. But you... he's come out of that, and then you come up over a crest. And where the camera is that we showed us the replay, Liam Lawson just arrives at the top of the crest sideways. 
um, and slides into the thing. So don't <laughs> really know what happened to him. Wall. Yeah. Well, there was I'm no talk gonna... about blaming anyone else. There was nothing like that. I think it was quite possibly yet another. Oh, I'm I'm pretty sure it was his own error in that. But yeah, it's, it's well, I don't know that. Wide, yeah. But um, I was more just like, oh, that's you know, that's a unfortunate for Lawson. Bit of a bit of a laugh. It's always funny seeing Bips and Lawson crash out in the same race because they're probably your two favorite drivers in this category. And um, I'm sadistic, so I love to see it. Vips remains the most inconsistent man on the planet, for fuck's well, sake. Yes. You mean Lawson? Vips. Oh, but, okay. I mean, Lawson, Lawson is... has been very consistent up until this weekend, which was just a bummer true, weekend true. for him. Well, so, yeah, Vips, we'll, get, I mean... we'll touch on Vips there. Uh, yeah, oh. this, unfortunately... Now, this would have been perfect, because this was a virtual safety car, and then it became a safety car, which would have been great news for Dragovic and Sardo, because they would have got a free pit stop, which would have put them about halfway up the top ten. Except for the fact... You cannot pit under VSC. You can only pit under safety car in Formula yes. 2. And it switched from a VSC to a full safety car just as they both drove past the pit entrance. So that kind of fucked them. <laughs> but, but Dragovic was still able to cycle through into 10th um, when he did make his stop a lap later. Uh, race would not restart. We would finish under this. And the standings. Teo Porcher. Continuing his great fashion, he either doesn't score points or he wins the feature race. Yeah. <laughs> um, he would win ahead of Enzo Fittipaldi, first ever F2 podium for him. Huge. Boshon getting his third ever F2 podium in third. Novelak a great result in fourth. Owasa fifth. Great result in first ever points, I believe, for Vesti in sixth. Sargent will be very disappointed with the seventh place, considering it probably should have been seventh. Big shout out to David Beckman. The Bexter! And then best of the alternate strategy drivers, Daruvala ninth, who was the first one to pit. That possibly helped him a little bit. Dragovic would be 10th. Sato unlucky to miss out on a point in 11th. Hughes, Caldwell, Vashore, Williams, Armstrong, and Cordiel. No one else was running. Obviously, pretty easy breakdown of this. Big winners, Porsche, Fittipaldi, I think Vesti. And I put Boshong as well. I thought, yeah, top four. That's a that's a or podium. Sorry, that's a win for Boshong. Uh, decent yeah, sort of upper upper, not not absolute huge wins, but good stuff for Owasa, Novelak, Beckman, Daruvala. And I still put Armstrong because I thought his drive. He showed really good pace. He just got no reward for it. Yeah, it's uh, harsh for Armstrongs with his five second penalty as well. Uh, from P thirteen to P sixteen, you love to see it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Owasa, Daruvala, Dragovic. Sorry, I'm reading the wrong notes. Armstrong, sorry. That makes more sense. Porsche, Fittipaldi, Boshong, Novelak, Bestie, Beckman. Winners from this race. Owasa, Daruvala, Dragovic, I think we'd all be content with how their race went. Armstrong looked great, but got nothing for it. Sargent completely fucked himself. And then obviously the obvious losers, Lawson, Nassani, Vips, Dewan, Hauger, the guys who didn't finish. Uh, yeah, so overall things. We've already talked about... Um, Armstrong looking good and Nasani being a lol, and I guess we'll fit a party's podium. That's what we said. Oh, Very nice to awesome. see. Yeah. Super happy to see that. Um, good for Bosch yeah, as well. Comeback story after the crash in Saudi Arabia last year as well. Indeed. I'm um, going to touch that. So, and we've also hey, his granddad on... was there to watch as well as worth yeah, noting. So, the uh, world champion nice. granddad. Would have made him very proud. You love to see it. Uh Touched on Dewan and Hauger's luck. So I think the last thing, you mentioned that Yuri Vips has been, yeah, most inconsistent driver. Because I have a note here for the overall weekend, Vips missed opportunities again. Um, I think three races in, 
Yuri Vips is the fastest driver in this category right now. Like, he's comfortably Agreed. the pace setter. And that every weekend he's had great qualifying and he's shown really good speeds at times. And yes. it's currently converted for nowhere near enough. He is eighth in the standings with 30 points. He is points. He has had two podiums, feature race, uh, feature race in uh, Saudi Arabia, sorry, Bahrain, and sprint race in Saudi Arabia, and those both came with the fastest lap of the race. But his results outside of those two, two points in the sprint race in Bar- uh, Bahrain, one point in the feature race in Saudi Arabia, no points in the sprint race here, two points in the feature race. And that was from two points, that was from pole. So effectively, yep. he didn't score or finish inside the points in either. His qualifying is absolutely yeah. lightning. It's qualifying I think the high tech. I think high tech have put together the best car as well because Armstrong. Absolutely, I think high tech has got the best package this season. <laughs> yeah, it's a good high tech package. Well, Armstrong scores ten points every single goddamn weekend. So he really does. Uh, love yeah, to see so it, quick, but yeah, no, um, has the pace. Yeah, so, so winners and just can't the put together enough consistent weekends, man. I yeah. don't know, like, uh, it's, he's like a, he's a real Liam Lawson character it's from he's, last he's, season. He needs to do that, because I can't remember who someone said the book, but this championship is won by being consistent. Now, obviously, the change of the points going forward, a stronger emphasis on the feature race helps. Porsche is second in the championship, having only scored points in two races, which is two feature race wins. But, yeah. like, you need to, you know, at some point, I, that's the thing, I don't, I don't even think that's going to be sustainable for Porsche. And that, because at some point we see in the season, either like last year where Piastri literally did it for the whole year, or the year before, it was all that, and then the second half of the season, suddenly Schumacher was basically podium every single race, both sprint and feature. Because mm. of those great starts, he qualified near the top, so he'd start up near the top for the feature, he'd jump a whole bunch of positions at the start in the sprint race, and then work his way to like third or fourth or something. And then he'd come out and he'd win or podium the feature. And he was just doing that every weekend and he just pulled away. Because consistently, like if, you, if you're pulling in points Consistent every single race, yeah. that, stuff like that. So Vips needs to figure this out quick because, yeah, it's all well and good for him to be easily the fastest driver by the eye test. But he's not going to win the championship if he's not, not getting points. Very uh, true. Which is why he's a loser of the weekend, along with Lawson and Doohan. I th- I'll extend that. I think just Virtuosi, man. Virtuosi are last. They're yeah. last. They have seven points. They are dead last. Jesus, because, yeah, Dylan's not actually really scored anything yet, has he? No, that's what I've been talking about. He's that to that the is crazy. Of the championship the fact that the <laughs> fact that Jake Hughes has more point, twice as many points. Oh, sorry, yeah, pretty much twice as many points as Dylan. More than twice. Mm-hmm. He has 14 points. Because of that fourth place in the feature yeah. race. In well, Van Amersford are doubling Virtuosi score at the moment, or points-wise. It's bloody ridiculous. It is, I it is say, crazy. So, a, yeah, you got... do they replace Sato this season? And B, who would you like to see in that car if you could control the world and pick anyone you wanted? Well, I just want to say, Sato, there's only three drivers who haven't scored points. Bollock Barsi, who... You know, that's, that's understandable. He's only been... He's only competed in one weekend. Cordell, yes. who is the worst driver, he's just not good. He's crap. Caldwell, yep. who we both think isn't very great. Then Sato has one point. Beckman already has four points. He's two points behind Doohan, having competed in all of one weekend. <laughs> Williams has five. And then it's Doohan uh, on sixth. 
He's now behind Vesti and Novelak, who hadn't scored points before the fucking feature race here. He's behind Roy Nassani. He's behind Hugh. It's not... He's behind Fittipaldi. That's it. It looks so much... It Fittipaldi is so much worse for doing now. <laughs> because Fittipaldi, uh, Novelak, and Vesti yeah. have all jumped him in just one race this one. But yeah. Um, things aren't going right for Dylan, and Sato isn't good enough. Who do I want to replace him? Oh, see, that's a tricky one, because... I don't want anyone who's relevant in F3 to move up because I want them to have a proper shot at their title there. So it needs to be someone who's outside eligible. Who's a no to Ah, Jack Aiken. Jackie Aiken, bring him back. No, um, uh, can we have Alessio Deletta back? I don't know. For the I, that's the thing. I don't. I don't think there's a. I don't think he will get replaced, and I don't think there's a great option out there. Like, I don't really know who's floating around who could do it, who's not like ineligible or committed to doing other categories in that. Um, or maybe it's an F three call up, but I don't love the idea of that. So, I'm not a fan of the F three call up strat, huh? If you no, had to pick cause... someone from F three, who do you think is most ready to to make the jump? Leclerc or Martin, the Leclerc or Martins. Victor Martin. I'd love to see. Shot. I was, I was yeah. thinking Victor Martin as well. Get but, the um, double LP in there. They're the big. I don't want to see any of the top three. I'd rather see like Colette or Saucy or something get it because they're out of. I, well, they're not out of it, but like I don't want to see that top three Stanek, um, Leclerc or. Martin's got an early call up because I think they're the three battling for the title. And That's you, very you fair. You want to give them a, a fair shot at that. But a uh, quick rundown of the championship standings now, and then I believe we all. Oh, actually, Ben Viscal. Ben Viscal's uh, the best driver from last year. Bent. Who's not? Yeah, Ben's the yeah, best man. guy who's not I here. I love that. So what about ben Beckman? Viscal give now. Beckman the seat. Beckman or Beckman the seat permanently. <laughs> I think those are probably the best two you're looking at. Um, and just real um, quickly, so, before we break it down, all of it, yes. it is worth noting that the two men you mentioned who are yet to score a point uh, alongside Bologbashi, Ollie Caldwell got a three-place drop for the Barcelona sprint race for various issues, and big Amori Cordiel, mm-hmm. not ideal for Cordiel, he got a five-second penalty post-race, which took him from last to last. <clears throat> cool. Um, I don't, I don't give a shit, give a shit about penalties oh, for and Cordiel, so let's, yep. Hypothetical, at this, okay, so we predicted at the start of this year, quite badly mm. it must be said, that Alfa Romeo would be the most innocuous, incognito, and invisible yep. team in Formula 1. At this yep. point, every single team in F2 has scored, and all drivers except the three aforementioned fellows have scored points. Who do you think has been the most incognito driver so far this season? Caldwell. You reckon? He's, but he's been so obviously shit. Like, we've talked no, but, about him every single week. But that's only because... Yeah, okay, but he's been only been obviously shit if you're aware that he's, like, supposedly a... Hu- is, he, is he part of an academy? He's, yeah, he's an Alpine guy. Yeah, he's only if you're aware that he's sort of like a Towser driver in that. If you didn't know that, he's not done anything, but he's not really done anything either. Like... He's not scoring points, but he's not, you know, he's not caught dealing it. Like, Amari Cordiel, that should be mentioned. Yeah, I can't remember whether it was the sprint race or the beach race, but Amari Cordiel got a 
War first warning for um, track limits, and I believe you got a second warning for track limits, and you got a five second penalty, then I think you got a ten second penalty, that happened in about 30 seconds of each <laughs> other. Then he got given a drive through penalty for it, and it was like one more and he was getting disqualified. I've never seen anything like it. Um, Cordille is Alessio Deletta, but Belgian. <laughs> but. <laughs> Which but I guess makes fun. him better because fuck no, the Italian. Cordiel isn't dangerously bad. I don't think he's just incompetent. Oh, at times he's done some. I don't know. It's yeah. It's uh, but anyway. Yeah. Let's have a quick. Oh, yeah, exceeding the pit lane speed limit is pretty dumb. And then wrap this all up. So Porsche on the courtesy of two feature race wins and the two points in the sprint race here. Leads the championship on 52 points ahead of Drogovic on 50. Then we've got Daruvler on 36. Lawson has fallen backwards to now be fourth on 35. For sure, no points this weekend, but still holding up in fifth. You forget how good his start to the season has been. Uh, yeah. He's on 32. Boshong is now also up to 32. Armstrong is on 30. Vips is on 30. So the top eight, 22 points in it, which is fuck all and these and that. All of, that's the thing. All of that top eight, I think, have a chance. Well, it's hard to see Vashore and Boshong coming out on top, but you never know. But all of that top eight are going to be in the championship battle, and I think any of the six that aren't Vashore or Boshong could legitimately win this title. Uh, then you've got Awasa on 20 and 9th. Fittipaldi now has, courtesy of his 18 points in this, has 18 and 10th. Sergeant in 11th, also in 18. Then a couple of the other guys who maybe could still compete for it. Hauger in 12th on 14 points could get in the championship competing mix. Maybe Sergeant as well in 11th. Hughes also has 14 points. Nassani on 13. Novelak 12. Vesti on 8. Doan is on 6. And again, if he stops doing stupid shit and having horrible luck, he could get up into the mix. Then, yes, we said Williams on 5. Beckman 4. Sardo 1. Caldwell, Kudil, and Bollock Barsi. Bollock Barsi! Scored points. Um, yeah, it. we got a month off now until, uh, double head up. We have Barcelona and Monte Barcelona. Carlo back to back coming up. We're going back to back. Shout out to Drake. One of those, uh, young up and coming rappers who are really just making an impact in today's modern music. Good guy too. I've heard I very. I can't believe Virtuoso is actually last. That's incredible. They're dead last, mate. We Bring did back say that though. I, we I did say. say that. We said like of the of the notable team. Like we're like, why the fuck is Sato there? He's not going to do yeah. any good. Is he even going to score points on that car? And because doing their A driver has been having yeah. a few mistakes of his own and some terrible luck. Yeah, that's that He's is insane. Shit, mate. They're thirty points um, behind Trident. Is, wait, is, is Fafita, is David Fafita an international, or will he be playing for Queensland come origin? What do you or, mean? Is he, yeah, he, he plays for Queensland. He's played he played, for Queensland he's in origin. the last three right. years. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. And also just to bring it back, um, my grilled beef burger, I mean, I, I normally do get a chicken burger from grilled because I just think they're better, but Chili Addict is my grilled beef burger of choice because uh, I just love the beef burgers aren't bad at all. No, no, no. They're all good, but they're just, they don't stand out for me. I, I, mean, I get to the Simon Says or the Bird and Brie or even Caesar's Palace, and I'm like, sign me up, bud. Let's go. Might get I do love tonight. a good Simon Says. Oh, you got to love a good Simon Says. Every time. That was my grill. That was my just... Tune in next week for our time. top five grilled burgers list. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and also follow us on Instagram, Online Hub Media. Listen to all that content. Like everything. Comment on everything. Engage with everything. 
Fuck. Let's go, boys. Okay. <laughs> Was there anything else you wanted to add today, Matthew? I don't believe so. Splendid. Splendid. Oh, Any plans no. for the next two months? Next, the next, the next two months. Yeah, until oh, sorry, next month. Next month. Um. Well, magic rounds coming up, so I'll. That's, I'm gonna work <laughs> forty hours in a week for once in my life. Oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> it won't be fun in the slightest, but it will get me lots of money. Mate, money is fun. Come on, this is a capitalist society we're a part of. Probably not be able to move on the Monday, and I might even say I'll work Wednesday and Thursday the next week so that I can not have to move on the Tuesday as well. Sounds like fun. Should be great. Should be ideal. Alrighty. Well, I do believe that brings us to the denouement of this podcast. Thank you all for joining us. I hope you've enjoyed today's proceedings. Until next time, this has been F2 for you. Shadibbity do. Banana boat. It lasts for hours. Banana boat. It's 30 plus. Banana boat. It lasts for hours. And hours and hours and hours. Banana boat. Da 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 da. Alright, let's Alrighty. Oh, God, fuck me. Ow.